This is the G Talk Podcast, the podcast from young adults to young adults. You can find it on gtalkpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe on the website where you can find it on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean. Welcome to the G Talk podcast, the podcast oh, from young adults to young adults. Um, I forgot the young. I forgot the young. We yeah. are young. Yeah. And you know, like a young adult is considered 18 to 40. Really? Mm-hmm. 40? Yeah, because, oh, and this we're going to talk about this later, but um, like the oldest millennial is 40. Uh, okay. We were born in 81. Mm-hmm. Millennials, millennials are uh, 81 through 96. So, um, and then Gen X is, well, we'll, we'll get to that later. Okay. But anyway, um, we're here on a Sunday. I uh, appreciate, uh, Miranda and Justin pulling up last minute. You know, that's what real friends do. Last minute. Speaking of real friends, if you haven't heard the last episode, check it out. Uh, it was pretty, it was a pretty good one. Um, might have a part three. No, bro. I I have to. I have to stop actually, no, no. I gotta stop here with that, bro. Actually, I actually, no. no I lied with nobody. I lied. I love all <laughs> exactly. of my friends, bro. All of that shit popped off way too much shit, bro. And yeah. me and Garrison was here like it's none of my business. It's right. None of my business. But you know the crazy part about, it, especially having like women friends, and then next thing they drop a bomb on you. You thinking, whoa, I didn't know that mm-hmm. until now. Mm-hmm. And you just gotta be like, oh, you like okay, For real? Oh, work. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. Okay. That's me, you know when somebody hates you with the that's crazy. Yeah. Like, like, right. Damn, that's crazy. Right, I'm like, all right now. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely appreciate uh uh Causey and Miranda for pulling up last minute. Uh had original plans, but you know, didn't didn't work out. But you know, think about this pod, we're gonna give it to you every week, no matter what. Every week. Um a couple shout outs. Shout out to uh Jalen. You know, we celebrated her birthday this past Friday. Went to Morton's, uh Pretty good time, but I'll tell you about that in just a couple minutes too. <laughs> um, shout out to um, uh, my boy Julian and Bianca. They they definitely had a great weekend. Julian popped the question. Shout out to the big dog. Shout out to my 18 club. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a beautiful celebration yesterday. That shit was beautiful, bro. I love just everybody being happy for Black Love, bro. Like from from the engagement, from him yes. proposing to the reception. Right. It was nothing but smiles the entire night. Oh yeah, it, it was well from my perspective, which is a, a spectator. It looked smooth. I didn't see anyone stressed out. It was mm-hmm. nope. It was a good time, you know. Nah, it's always nice to see black love. That's what I was saying. It was effortless. Like yeah. plan went off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then even Julian just was happy that we were there, happy for him. You yes, know? just celebrating it all. And plus, uh, you know, they were actually on my podcast early on like episode six so uh they were supposed to be on today but you know uh things got um you know they were busy i think julian went to brunch with his mom shout out to mom shout out mama if you're listening uh shout out to pops hey julian looked just like his dad bro just <laughs> jesus christ spitting image like oh spitting my god <laughs> he looked just like his dad and his dad be smooth as hell just sitting there just chilling yeah shout out to uh marcus yeah i think that's the name marcus big man yeah, yo yo. <laughs> um, yeah, happy birthday to Mariah. You know, everybody know Mariah. Her, her birthday is by the time you hear this, it, it would have been this past Monday, August 9th. The reason why I know that because I'm born April 9th, so the ninth. And uh, <laughs> if you haven't heard the pod, matter of fact, this time last year, uh, it's called Mariah's Pod. So check that out. Uh, I think it's like episode 50 something, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's Mariah's Pod. Uh, shout out to my boy Vonte. He proposed yesterday as well. Uh, he played trombone. That's my Neo, Alpha Theta. Um, and then my boy Darius uh, from back at home, high school, Marl High School, he uh, proposed to his longtime girlfriend as well. So it's just been a weekend full of love. Oh, yeah, bro. So this is what I have to say from the last episode. This is the episode of growth. Okay. Okay. Yes. So last one, 
niggas was talking about not being invited to weddings and engagements. Mm-hmm. Correct, you know? correct, correct, correct. Now I got to go on record and be like, invite me to the ones that I fuck with. Like mm-hmm. the people that I know fuck with me yeah. and I fuck yeah. with them. Because it means so much more. And it's so genuine. Yeah. If you it's really just, don't fuck with me, just, don't invite me. Yeah. I'll take that. It's cool. Because yeah. I want to be a I don't want to be a place filler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put me in the ones where it's like, I don't see you grow up. You feel right. me? I don't see you at the lowest, the highest of your points. And now I get to see you at one of your best moments in your life. You know? I'm like, just get to celebrate you. Yeah. So like, that one, nigga, invite me. Yeah. Good. I was there for the... From the get go, you feel me? Well, you know, just like I said, like meeting Bianca uh, years ago um, when it was on the pod. As a matter of fact, that was like 2019. Mm-hmm. Now, now, think about it, it was November 2019. So I was really hoping that I can get them on to so, like just, you know, update since the last time. But, you know, her, her mom was there. She was dancing. She mm-hmm. gave me a hug before she left. Yep. You know, it, it was just good vibes and, you know, just overall good time. This is how I know Julian a different nigga, bro. Like, at an engagement reception, niggas be having like little hors d'oeuvres and stuff. This mm-hmm. man had fillet of catfish right. as this an appetizer. Man, this man had catfish going around. Mm-hmm. I said, "Let me get a." Uh, <laughs> I grabbed like two or three of them at a time, and uh, shout out to K twenty those who were there. Aunt uh, six, Jason, Terry. I ran to Terry yesterday. Over mate. Um, <laughs> I think that was it. Cause. Hey, Max. Uh yeah oh yeah Alan of course yeah it was it was really all the tall niggas there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the tall niggas yeah, it was 17 18 19 and 20 mm-hmm. uh, and then of course you had uh 6 11 I'm 12 and Terry the Trey Club but uh it was, it was good seeing K20 of course and um yeah just overall good time um who else we shouting out uh yeah, that's about it for the shout outs y'all got anybody y'all want to shout out shout out my mama shout out to mama <laughs> I always love to moms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, shout out to your mom. She having a birthday coming up too. Yep, to the big fifty. Uh oh. <laughs> big five oh. Yeah. Big right. five oh. Okay. So we doing it big. We having a big birth- birthday yard, backyard bash. Okay. We got a DJ. We got. <laughs> we trying to do it up. So. All right. Okay. Five oh. Right. Right. It's crazy. Last year, I mean, unfortunately, we weren't able to celebrate because of COVID and all mm-hmm. that. But my mom turned uh, 60, sixty last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the six zero. Um. Anyway, let's move towards this news week. Um, a couple of things happened. Uh, there's been a lot of air rage. Have y'all been hearing about that? Uh, air essentially, rage. air rage. Essentially, uh, not road rage, but air rage. Yeah. You know, I'm sure y'all, especially if you've been traveling lately, you probably experienced it. But, um, Spirit Airlines in particular, they've had a lot of cancellations. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm about to pull up the article right now. I feel like a lot of airlines, not just Spirit, have been canceling flights too. Right. Um, was it American or was I it think, Delta? I, it might have been Delta. That like had people just stranded in airports and they were just like cutting yeah. it because people was quitting like mid flight. Yeah. 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 They were on strike. <laughs> Imagine you, you waiting at the gate and like, hey, yeah, your flight's canceled because uh, we don't have any pilots. Huh? Excuse mm-hmm. me? Um, but. Uh, the cause of Spirit Airlines' massive flight cancellations that derailed the summer uh, vacations of tens of thousands of customers has been brewing for more than a month. CEO Ted Christie said a combination of flight delays throughout July, staffing shortages, technology problems, and a surge in travel that has taken most airline executives uh, by surprise, culminating with more than 2,000 flights canceled since the weekend. Ted Christie sounds like an asshole. <laughs> But, um, you know, those listening, you probably had some uh, flight alterations or cancellations. But, yeah, it's it's, it's crazy because um, well, it's not really crazy. It makes sense. I was talking to Miranda about this uh, before we start recording. But, you know, last year, stuff was at zero. You know, nobody was doing anything. And now we're catching back up right. mm-hmm. to regular demand. So, of course, it's going to be you know, growing pains with that. And, you know, with the economy, you, it's not like a water faucet. You just can't cut it on, cut it off. Right. So you got to build. Yeah. It's like trickling. It's like having like, uh, basically like what they call it, like a stopper. Mm. It's like they just shut everything down. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, open the pipelines and yep. shit the flood back open. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, nah, nah, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. You know, it takes time. Um, it's an IndyCar race downtown Nashville. <laughs> 
Uh, I never, I, ne- I never would have thought Nashville had this, but yeah, it's, it's an Indy car I race. I seen a, a funny tweet. They were like, it took them years to build 440, but they got this racetrack up in like. <laughs> bro, somebody said, bro, the funniest thing about it, they was like, I love how the only comp, like not the only compliment, the only thing that people said about this, the drivers is like, how many potholes are in the city? It's exactly. messing up the race. <laughs> it's like, yeah, bro, these niggas riding around. And- Trying to dodge the same potholes we be driving. Yeah, we be dodging. That's right. why niggas be driving fast out here. Right. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, Causey tweeted something. He said Nashville just be doing anything. But it was just, uh, they do. it was like a heads up. Um, it was like a camera of this IndyCar driver driving fast as hell around Nashville. No, I'm telling you, bro. Downtown do whatever. They it's just like, do like, whatever. Yeah. Like, downtown yeah. Nashville is its own state. Like, it's its own. It's not just Nashville. It's downtown Nashville. Which, no, I was really impressed, though, with Nashville, how they handled the NFL draft. Oh, uh, yeah, because they was just like, we need all this tourism. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was going to be real hectic, but it was... When I saw the, the video, especially the overhead, the bird's eye view camera, man, Broadway was dumped. Bro, they got so, they got paid for that shit. Do you know how much it costs for all that setup, the staging, the, the lights, the, the sound? Man, them folks made bank. Bro, I was down there the night like when the draft was over with it was a ghost town mm-hmm. like all those people and it was nothing but straight like all the props and everything that was built up and there was nobody around it like it was deserted i was like damn bro all these people was down here and then the next day it was nothing nothing i was like this shit is creepy that's what i was like you know they've been building all those hotels and stuff because they hope to get the super bowl to come here one mm-hmm. year see the only way they're gonna do that though we need a, uh, a transit renovate. system they gotta renovate the stadium yeah they, they need to make it a um like indoor Mm. Because nobody want to play uh, like a Super Bowl, especially Nashville gets cold in the winter. I was like, yeah, because it's you know usually what, I mean? what in February mm-hmm. they uh-huh. usually do the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And they just nobody trying to sit outside. And they just be building new stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got we we got some space. Let's build another stadium. Mm-hmm. Which is why, uh, well, speaking of this, I guess it's current events that I ain't write down. But uh, Kanye West did his, uh, you know, Donda listening party. Listening party, the second one. Mm-hmm. The second one. I was like, this is the second. And Speaking of, it's at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which is in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm from Atlanta, and we had the Georgia Dome. Yep. Yep. But they built the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yep. Which I didn't, I didn't understand. Because, the, the, because the Georgia Dome was fine. Yeah. It and was old, though. I guess maybe they just needed to update. I guess so, new. but like... But that Mercedes-Benz we, Stadium was nice. But like the fact that we had uh, uh, already, you know... Built stadium. Indoor stadium. Closed, yeah. I just didn't really see the need for it, but I mean, I did go to the Mercedes-Benz stadium. Mm -hmm. And speaking of, they got some of the cheapest concession food. Okay. Which one, the Dome or Mercedes-Benz? The prices I saw, those are for the suites. So I went for the Battle of the Bands 2020. Yeah. I got me, what was like a six-piece wing and fries for like $10? Mm Is Chick-fil-A open? So matter of fact, they don't have thing outside. Outside? Like they have their own vendors because oh, okay. um, George Dome had a lot of outside vendors I, I used to, actually I used to work there uh, that was my first job Dippin' Dots okay. um, I worked at Turnerfield the Georgia World Congress Center and Georgia Dome mm-hmm. and oh man look them uh, little personal pan Papa John's pizzas was like Whew. $10, $15 I want to say that's crazy but you know stadium food is ridiculous and this is an episode of Planet Money where they talked about that how the Mercedes Benz Stadium or the Atlanta Falcons, they set a precedent, mm-hmm. but other um, team owners aren't too happy about it because they're trying to get that revenue off them high prices. Right. You, know, you pay $12 for a beer. You know what I mean? Yeah, or you, get that beer or you pay $15 for a pretzel. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, but it, it, it definitely makes it better because, you know, as a spectator, you already paid to get in. And then to get taxed just for food because they trap you there, you're gonna be there for three hours. Exactly. So you know you gotta eat, you know you mm-hmm. want to drink. So that's how they get you, especially that's why like that. I always eat beforehand. Right. That yep. in the movies, they're gonna tax you. Yep. Oh, and at the movies, we got the big bag. Right. That's how I was like, I'd be bringing right. my big old bag. But you know we got what's, snacks and drinks. But you know what's crazy at the movies? A large popcorn would be, let's say, uh, Ten dollars. Right, I was like, it'd be like ten dollars. But like a medium, be nine. See, all right. See, look, see, look. All right. So some niggas think I'm wild for this, bro. Some niggas think I'm wild for this, but this is this is the trick I used to do at the motherfucking movie theaters, bro. Mm-hmm. You go and you just get an empty bucket of popcorn, bro, mm-hmm. and then you just walk back up to the front and you just be like, "Hey, can I get a my refill?" 
They're not going to say shit. They're just going to refill that big ass bucket of popcorn. You mm-hmm. walk right on inside wait, wait, wait. a, fresh, pocket of bu- a <laughs> so, fresh bucket of popcorn. So the question is, where do you get this bucket? Bruh, so you have to go. You gotta go. <laughs> exactly. You don't go hey, look, and dig look, it. I'm like, I was like, how did you get the bucket? You don't dig it out the trash, bro. You just go and you find one. Like Usually some niggas be leaving them like in um, movie theaters before uh-huh. it's over with. So like, you just go in, walk inside one oh, right yeah, before yeah. your movie starts. And you mm-hmm. go, you see if there's one in there. Yeah. like, all right, bet. Pick that hoe out. Dump it out, mm-hmm. and then walk right back to concession stands and be like, "Hey, can I get a, a refill?" <laughs> can I get a and then he's gonna be like, "Yeah, sure. You want, you got this? Yeah, mm-hmm. bet. All right, and butter's right over there. Okay, thank you so much." And wow. then you just walk right back into your movie, like boom, free bucket of popcorn. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, you got to think smart out here. I feel you though. Smart enough. Um, because um, yeah, the popcorn be wild. I'd be like, you can buy a whole box of popcorn for like four dollars. <laughs> and you want us to come in here and pay 10 12 for a bag of popcorn. Y'all got me fucked up. I'm bringing the snacks in my bag. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But we were talking about, uh, of course, Kanye, but another news. Nas drops King's Disease 2. Wait, before we talk about that, though, to continue on the Kanye thing, I think it is funny, though, because this nigga moved in Madison, not Madison Square, this nigga moved, moved into, into, the stadium. There, into the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah. Nigga paying reportedly a million dollars a day. I don't, I don't believe that. You don't believe that? I don't. That's fine. I don't believe it either. I just like, I wonder, because, this nigga's doing some real Phantom of the Opera shit. Yeah. Like, this nigga's just inside of a stadium and yeah. just walking around roaming. Like, and I follow niggas from his camp and they just be pulling up to the loading dock being like, this is my backyard for the day. Or they be walking outside and they be like, I can hear the birds chirping. It's like, nigga, it's a 50-yard line. Right. Like, what are you talking about you can hear the birds right. chirping? First of all, to pay a million dollars a day, do you not, the Falcons couldn't even, they wouldn't have to even play a, a single game if right. they made a million dollars a day. Right. And this nigga been in there since two weeks ago. All right. I've I seen this. Um this video on Twitter just him just he like recorded himself sleeping bruh it was a live stream so like yeah. before they did the live stream of the of the uh, album this nigga put it up like 24 hours in advance so it was in where his room was and like they yeah. were mixing and mastering the album in there but he just had everybody from his crew in there wearing black yeah. vests mm-hmm. this nigga had his face covered and they was just doing push ups curls what the heck? I and just all rapping and i was like this is the most hip-hop rap shit ever like niggas right. just walk like chance walked in mm-hmm. vic mensa fivio foreign like niggas was just walking in doing curls when do you think we gonna get the uh the album nigga because apparently it was supposed to come out this friday it's it supposed, supposed to come out and now it's coming out the 15th yeah and now it's like you know how kanye do this though. he'll just, just randomly a, drop on us he's doing Tuesday. live updates bro he's doing live updates like i don't like how this sound okay but let me update it again mm-hmm. and then see yeah. if i fuck with it i personally i like the first album listening than the second one okay but yeah. there are pe- there are pieces of the second album that i like because some verses got longer mm-hmm. okay. some of the references got a little more cleaned up but how the first one went based on like sequence i love that okay yeah i um like like with the whole Kanye thing last week when or whenever he did the first um, release at the uh, Dome, I went back and listened to Graduation. Mm-hmm. That shit is like every track. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. Every track. Yep. I was like, God damn. That was one of my favorite albums for him. I was like, I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. All this is on. One album. Mm-hmm. Graduation is one album. Yeah. With heat. Heat. No skips. But, um, but anyway, Nas... Came out uh, this past Friday with King's Disease 2 uh, with Hit Boy. Shout out Hit Boy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I like Nas. I do. Yeah, yeah. Illmatic is kind of like graduation where you listen to it. You're thinking, damn, all this shit is on one album. Mm-hmm. Illmatic is one of my favorite And albums. he was, what, 20 years old or whatever? You know what's crazy about Illmatic, bro? The original Illmatic, like he had the original rhymes in the rhyme book and he lost it on the train. And so he had to redo all of Illmatic, and that mm. was the album that we got. Wow. Yep. But you know, Nas, Nas had a lot of help though. He had Large Professor. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much a lot of, a lot of the hip hop um, OGs and shit helped him with that shit. So it was bound for success. Yes. Um, and actually, today I've been listening to Life Is Good. Uh, that album came out in 2012. That that shit is bumping. Like that shit bumping. Is that but, the one with uh, the wedding dress? Uh-uh. No, that's not. That wasn't mm. the one after. It's the one with uh, accidental mur- murders with him and Rick Ross. Oh, okay. Um, and then like the summer, uh, what's it called summer 
on fire or something like that with, with like Swiss beats. Mm-hmm. It's bumping though. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. The King Disease, like I've been listening to it literally every day and it's being, you know, sounding better. Okay. Like, I want to check mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. Hip Boy did his thing with the production. Yeah, and it's, like and it's, too. and it's, it's sequenced pretty well too. Um, speaking of, well, nah, we're actually off music. Uh, another recent news: the men's uh, U.S. basketball team beats France to win four straight gold medal and in the, the Tokyo women's team. Olympics, women's and the women's team, team as mm-hmm. well. They got their gold too. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they finally uh, made it up because they was they was losing. Right, they weren't doing too good. They were like, "What the fuck?" I feel like the U.S. has been struggling, especially when they were playing basketball for a minute. I was like, "Okay, why are we getting beat by um, who is it that they were playing?" Yeah. That shit was trash. We yeah. was talking about it at the house the other day. How Dave Miller was just like, these players play different for their countries. It's like, nigga, shouldn't you? Shouldn't you? Right. <laughs> like, shouldn't you be playing yeah. hard for your country? Play hard, my boy. <laughs> yeah, and and um, on the JBP, they was talking about how the U.S. team probably not used to, you know, actually playing basketball where they get fouled, but they're like, nigga, play, play, play on, like play on, because like they, you know they used to getting just the slightest fouls. Oh, it's foul, but. Um, yeah, good for them. Also, with the Olympics news, um, Allison Felix becomes the most decorated U.S. track and field athlete mm-hmm. in Olympics Congratulations. history. Congratulations. Right. After Let's helping Team USA win women's 400-meter sprint relay on Saturday. So, a round of applause for that. She's the most decorated so far. Yeah. Um, you know, even uh, with TSU, like, if you look back at Wilma Rudolph's stats. Big Wilma. That shit crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy how people really be great. <laughs> and, like, they've done it years ago and, like, niggas still trying to, like, beat this shit. Trying to beat that record, right. Yeah. But I want to take this time out to reflect on uh, our Morton's dinner experience this past Friday. <laughs> shout, shout out to Jalen. It was a beautiful event. However... And this is just in general. This is not even pertaining to that. But just know at certain restaurants, uh, you have to have a certain food and beverage minimum. Wait, is this the thing where we're talking about where you can't eat the bread for five minutes with that Twitter oh, joke? Oh, no. I never <laughs> nah. see that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, so let's say you uh, reserve. For a big group. For a large group, uh, mm-hmm. right? So um, in this case, it was supposed you know, it was for 12, right? And fifteen hundred—that's about it's you know it's about like a hundred twenty thirty some odd dollars per mm-hmm. person. So you have to factor in cancellations. Right, is everybody gonna show up? Mm-hmm. So that was the thing. Some people didn't show up. Right, which added the burden to us. Right, mm-hmm. terrible. So you know, mind you, we had and, and she already had like a preset menu. So she already had the appetizers, the um, but then, of course, we, we order the entrees, and then, of course, you want dessert, you order that. But, and mind you, we order drinks too. Mm-hmm. And drinks, probably like 18 a piece, which is way better oh, than texting. like the weekend or Minerva. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, man, I paid $36 for two uh, Don Julio and pineapples. Ooh. I was pissed. Ooh. This shit came in a plastic cup. Ooh. But, um, so we're eating good, drinking good, and then shout out, shout out to the waitress. Her name was uh, Jade. She was very patient with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so once we were wrapping up, she says, "All right, guys. Um, so you know your uh, total now, you're about five hundred dollars short mm-hmm. of the fifteen hundred dollar minimum." We think, "Oh shit!" So now we're in a position where we gotta. Think about what else just buy shit you know what I'm saying? To, to you know so folks ordering entrees to go order some <laughs> order some dessert i end up buying two bottles of champagne um and then finally we we were able to get to the 1500 but um i think that's crazy that they do folks like that yeah i mean but i guess i get it because you know it's uh it's the potential of what you could have been earning Mm-hmm. On that space, you know what I mean. True, true. So I get it for the restaurant standpoint. Yeah. So yeah, just just be mindful if you ever do reserve uh, at a certain restaurant, and they do require that, and they also require a deposit. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be half of what you got to spend, but just be mindful of that. And 
let your guests know that it is imperative that they show up. Right. Because if not, it puts a burden on other people. Right. And happy belated birthday, Jalen. <laughs> yep. Happy birthday, Jalen. I kind of wish it would have went differently, but... <laughs> <laughs> You know, it is what it is, and I, I hope you enjoyed the cake, because I didn't get to even, <laughs> even get a piece. eat the goddamn cake that I bought. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the cake, because yeah, I did it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... This is a trip. I'm, I'm, I'm for real. Like, Her- Harrison. Harrison. That was Harrison. Harrison is a trip. <laughs> you got to watch this nigga Harrison. Trip. <laughs> he be showing out. Yeah, but anyway... um. We kind of already recap the engagement party, but I guess we can really <laughs> get into it. Uh, so yesterday, me and Causey were at Julian and Bianca's um, engagement party. We were in, uh, what part of Nashville was that? Was that South Nashville, kind of? Yeah. Off Wedgewood. Yeah, off, South, off. South Nashville, out South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Look, great bro. event, great event, um, beautiful time. Um, Set the stage for it, bro, because this it was a wonderful reception, bro. But it was a taco bar, yep, a sandwich bar, mm-hmm. and an open bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's so, three bars. Yeah, also, three bars. also shout out to Alan because uh, me and Alan showed up early. Shout out to people being early too. As a matter of fact, I'm on time early. <laughs> shout out to uh, Causey because uh, I actually up Causey today. I said, "Hey, be here at three. This man was here at three. He said, hey, where you at? I am on your porch. I was like, damn, this nigga showed up at 3 o'clock sharp. Uh, but anyway, I showed up at 5.20. Alan was there since like uh, like 5. So, you know, it was a family. It was some older folks there chilling. And then nobody had a drink in the hand. So then the DJ was like, yo, we got open bar, blah, blah, blah. So me and Alan were like, shit. We walked over to the bar. And next you know, everybody started to like follow suit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we kind of popped it off. My line brother showed up slowly but surely. And then other people started to go to the bar. So, you know, it, we, we kind of broke the ice. Uh, it, was, it was a good venue. Uh, Julian said the dress code was fly casual. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm thinking, like, damn, what the fuck does that mean? Cause, fly uh, casual. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Because <laughs> me, I, I mean, you know, I don't really buy clothes like that no more, to be honest. Um, so, like. You know, fashion is cool, but I don't really. You're not a big fashion. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't too much care for it, to be honest. You know, whatever looks good to me, whatever's comfortable. Bro, this nigga called me two days before he came in town, and he told me what he was wearing for the engagement. And I was like, because I was like, hey, nigga, like, what are you wearing, bro? Because I don't want to show up to this shit how I do in like sweats, right. t-shirt. Right. He's like, bro, you know, I'm gonna be Gucci, bro. Like, I'm a, I got a suit. This I'm gonna wear a suit with a tank top underneath it. Yeah, so and I'm gonna wear. I got my my pants tailored to look like shorts. I was okay. like, nigga, you finna wear like shorts? shorts? Like, you finna right. wear shorts of your engagement? Right. I said, all right, I got your back, bro. I'm gonna wear yeah. a suit. Like, I got. So you. first of all, Julian had on a tan suit, tan. A tank top, and like shorts. Okay, Obama. Money. <laughs> so looking like money. <laughs> and so first of all, I know Julian love Bianca because this nigga. Got on one knee, bare knee, bare knee on the goddamn concrete, that, Nashville concrete. That nigga knee was probably bleeding when he proposed. Bro, I got a, I got a <laughs> video, I got a video of this nigga proposing, bro. That bitch is in slow mo. As this, soon as he pulls the knee back, he going down. Bro, I know, I know, I know. Julian knee probably still on ten by the time you hear this, bro. But, you uh, see his head drop and he's like, "Damn, I'm really down here." Bro, I'm really down right. This man should pull like a, a Gucci man where he just stood up and said, huh? <laughs> like Gucci had on all white at the Hawks game and like he said, take this. They said, huh, here you go. But yeah, this nigga this nigga took a knee on bare concrete. That's how you know you love her. But um you know. Nah, the open bar was lit, bro. I asked for a double shot and they just gave me a, a full cup. Yeah. Um Yeah, shout out to the bartenders. They were very nice. I had uh I had twenty eight dollars and I Basically, throughout the night, I gave them all. As a matter of fact, toward the end, <laughs> since I kept going back, and this is when Harrison came out, but <laughs> I like took the 20. I was like, I showed him and I put it in. There. And then, oh, yeah, let me get a Don Julio just straight. They was like, I'm like okay. <laughs> you know, you just poured that like, yeah. straight into the cup. Because Don Julio wasn't on display, it was under the table. Okay. So it was under the table. You know I mean? I let people know they had that Don Julio down there. Uh, it was a good time. We, we did the bunny hop. We did the uh, electric slide. Hey, this nigga Garrison said, I don't know how to do this dance. And then proceeded to hit the entire dance. So, <laughs> I forget that. I think the song is by Tamia. The, uh, uh, 
like the little you step and then like they do the whole crossing leg and they spin around and shit yeah but, like yeah my, my friend tyler was doing this shit in miami but like, i don't know that that step or whatever but um but yeah good times man it was it was just good beautiful yeah that nigga harrison was out here yeah yeah that boy was out here yeah i mean You're a wild boy Nah, you know, I just, <laughs> you know, I just, you know, I don't really go out often, but when I do, you know, it's like to have fun. Um, it's good seeing some old faces too. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Also the reception. So the after move was supposed to be the weekend. So I showed up to the weekend, right? The I shout, y'all went. Y'all went to the weekend. I ain't been yeah. to the weekend in ten years. Y'all wild. Are you serious? It's not. It's it's because you ain't. because <laughs> you ain't dressing like an adult. COVID for sure though. Because okay. you ain't dressing like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny too. We a, we, I remember we did a pod about that, and and the podcast picture like, was the, the dress code. The podcast picture was the like dress code. Right. Um. But yeah, shout out to the weekend. You know, I respect y'all, but like, um, it was after the happy hour, so I showed up. And uh, they were like, yeah, it's 20 to get in. I said, excuse me? <laughs> I said, 20? Hell, it went from 10 to 20. They trash as hell. When they, even when they were saying 10, I was like, I'm straight. And so by the time, I, I, I was lit. And also, shout out to Jeremiah. I ran to Jeremiah in the parking lot uh, with his, with his new roommate. They ran your roommate. When? Like, literally, when I parked at the... I parked behind Clive. Was it beef when you saw the new roomie? Like, what's up, nigga? I'm an old roomie. Well, nah, it was a, it was a woman. Oh, what? <laughs> Oh, it was. It was a. Damn. You had to hit him with the drewski me. My brother. Yeah, it was a. It was a European woman. Um. Look at European, like white. Yes. What? No, but you know they they uh coworkers whatever. But um, you know she was cool. Like I even I said so. I said so. How was how was Jeremiah as roommate to you? She said, man, you know he's out the way. Um, Why the voice like this? Though? It doesn't bother me, you know. Like, but of course, this was, I was kind of lit by then, mm-hmm. so it was good to see him. He was like, yeah, 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 cool. cool it was cool. good to see him. I done hugged him. Uh, I seen Terry too. Of course, I didn't get in party, so I seen both my former oh, roommates, roommates, Jerry, okay. Gary, Terry, Big Terry. Uh, Terry needed a chop for sure. That nigga was looking rough. <laughs> that nigga was looking like a wolf. I was Why like, God damn. Why, God bro? damn, Terry. But God I, damn, Terry. He ain't even here to defend himself. Put it in reverse, Terry. Right. <laughs> Terry. Well, no, it's all good, though, because Terry going to laugh once he hear this shit. You know, Terry, Terry love to laugh the shit funny. He ain't going to cuss you out, too, when there's bread. Right. Yeah, matter, of fact, I'm, matter of fact, I'm going to call you Terry because we got to talk about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... This shit wild, uh, <laughs> uh, right? Too yeah, much. yeah, yeah. All right, that, that was that was too much going on. But uh, yeah, that was yeah, that was that was a fun night. Oh lord, Harrison was in full action, yeah. Slick. Uh, I think that's. Oh shit, I forgot to uh talk about TSU paying off uh, students' balances real quick. Pay uh, off mine. So Tennessee State University is hoping to take some of the financial burden off students returning. To the campus this fall, the university announced Wednesday that they would be paying off all account balances for students returning to school who were enrolled spring 2020, fall 2020, and spring 2021. Okay. They will also cover summer 2020 and 2021. The university hopes that this will lift some of the financial stress. What do you mean hopes? It will. Uh, <laughs> stress for students who have already had a tough year. Uh, the money used to pay off the balances will come from the federal CARES fund, which is the stimulus that mm-hmm. was signed back like last year. Mm-hmm. So basically, the government is finally utilizing those funds. Yeah, it's finally utilizing those funds for a good, a good cause. You know, I yes, remember when sir. I graduated from TSU. TSU started to do that whole. Um, if you were in a certain radius, you were counted as in-state. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. I remember. I was pissed. Like, but then again, I thought, uh, because I think it affected me, because I think I was within that radius. But yeah, if you were within like a certain mile radius, Mm -hmm. you were considered in state. In state. Wow. I could have owed a lot less. But I think Biden out uh, extended that uh, student loan. Yeah, he did. I think it's in January. January Mm -hmm. 2022. Shout out to Sleepy Joe, man. Look. Sleepy Joe. 
Well, I, I don't care nobody to say, man. Look, Joe Biden got a hard job. Matter of fact, he said, I forgot he was the president. Dog, imagine what he's going through. They said he's giving real substitute energy vibes. <laughs> he's taking what? Real substitute teacher. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, but, but, doing much. but just, but just, just imagine. Like every day, Joe Biden wake up. Hey, Joe, you know we got this thing. He probably like, God damn, right? It's something like, like ah, damn. <laughs> but I would hate to be. We need you, Joe. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> I would hate to be in like up in my age, mm-hmm. latter life, dealing with all the stress. Exactly. Oh, this too much. Which, you see how fast Obama aged when he was man. In he had black hair when he got inaugurated. Mm-hmm. Then when he left, man, came out straight stressed, <laughs> full of gray. Couldn't imagine. <laughs> but I feel that presidents need to have a age cap. I think so, too. Because, yeah. Because you put your health, think about that. Like, you know, when you're stressed out, you're like now putting your health at risk. Mm-hmm. Like, to be able to be, you know, fully functional to run a country. Yeah. Dealing with that all sh- the stresses. That's just like retirement age. Once you become retirement age, why why are you still trying it's to really hold backwards. a job? It's backwards <laughs> when you think about it. So you're literally supposed to be retired, but you take on the hardest job ever. Ever, yeah, that don't make sense to me. It you know, you, I, I agree with the age cap. You, you like in that bunker deciding, all right, bomb them or not bomb them. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, bomb them. You know, like, and, and, and like, about a lot, that's too much for me. I can't do it. Yeah, not, not even at this age. Exactly. But um, we'll be back with our first topic. I know that was look of course on the sheet, but damn, nigga, the first topic. First topic, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back, damn, nigga. We've been in a groove. I know. We'll be back. All right, y'all. We back. We back. We back. We're going to talk about generations and how they be hating on us. <laughs> so, um, just a little breakdown. So, um, you got the baby boomers who were born between, I don't know, is this right? See, the thing is, some some years be different, like when you look up certain shit. Mm-hmm. But this is just, I, I just Googled it real quick. But boomers are basically from 1955 to 1964. Which means the age range is 57 to 66. Gen X is 1965 through 1980, which means they're 41 to 56. Mm-hmm. Millennials, which is what we're in, is 1981 to 1996. Age is 25 to 40. And then Gen Z is 97 to 2012, mm-hmm. which is age 9 to 24. Mm-hmm. So this conversation sparked uh, between me and Jalen. We were just talking uh, earlier this week, but. You know, everyone's situation different, but I know with mine personally, like my mom, you know, uh, a lot of times when you go to school, you graduate and, and you are doing well for yourself, mm-hmm. quote unquote, and they see you, especially if you're single, no kids. Oh, my God. Boy. And, and that's actually a generational thing, because if they say, if they see that you don't have kids, then they assume you have money. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's a that's a generational thing. It's still life, man. Yeah, and I'm thinking that's that's not the case, right? But um, you know this this conversation really is just to break down certain generations because even when it comes down to what older generations look for in a partner is different. You know, I, I noticed my mom because she's a baby boomer. Um, like oftentimes what they care about is if someone is just stable. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't really care about oh, if you treat you good. It's like oh well, like you he got, got a, stuff together. He got a good job mm-hmm. and he's not gay and you know like right. Those are just their standards. It's different for you. Think he ain't that, got no baby mama. Yeah. <laughs> you think that like women like our age? Do you think that we are looking for a lot when it comes to? A man, like, you need to have this, this, this. And if you if you don't dress a certain way, I can't mess with you. Like, I think it I think it ties apart into a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. The social status. I think now we have, like, a social status. Like, what do, yeah. you, what do you look like next to me? Especially mm-hmm. depending on, like, 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 your parents' age and what they influence you to look for. Yeah. That's I mean, because, um, you know, if, like, your mom is old school, she'll probably ask probably two or three questions, like, does he have a good job? Is he a Christian? Is he a Christian? <laughs> um, you got kids. You like, know, do you got you know? And then basically, if they check those boxes, they're like, oh yeah, you, he, you need to get with that yeah, one. You yeah. need to get with that one and, and keep them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly how they be. They be yeah. like, does he believe in God? Does he do this? He got a job. But like, see, the thing with, with more than that with our millennials, we have a lot more options and freedoms now. Yeah, which is which is good. I think our generation is literally going to change the tide. 
Yes. Because unfortunately, with our, you know, parents and, you know, grandparents, you know, they, 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 they went through some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Literally, like they and went they through, it. through it. Like, and it wasn't their fault. You know, they can't choose when they was born, but you know, I could imagine they couldn't fathom at age twenty eight that they could just travel anywhere they want to, mm-hmm. or go on brunch on Sundays and have you know just yeah have fun. Because um, I met this Vietnam veteran. You know, he was born in the forties. But imagine all his friends, instead of us going to brunch, all of them was going to war. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all his boys either served or got killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a difference. Like that right. nigga was 20, waking up in a bunker. Dude, man. The story, wasn't waking up to get mimosas. Man, nope. The story he was telling me, bro, he was 19. That's what I was like. Crazy. Yeah. Seeing some wild shit, right? Like you're so, not in your own space to be able to, you know, move yeah. like you want to, like you're serving under somebody else. Too. So the, you know, the whole generation thing and a lot of baby boomers are living longer, even the generation before them. Um, Cause my grandma, she, she's still living. She's 85. She's born mm-hmm. 1935. And it's just crazy how, <laughs> um, you know, and and older people are definitely gems, you know. Like we definitely need them here because when you hear firsthand experiences mm-hmm. of things, like my grandma was telling me about when Kennedy got killed and how she was crying, everybody was crying. Right. That was like in '63. I just seen a post the other day. What was it? Maybe on Twitter, or something like that, about a guy getting a rejection letter from Emory based on you know being mm-hmm. black, and that yeah. was like 1960 something. It was like that yeah. was only you know that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, this other uh, post that I brought up on Google, Bay Boomers are 1946 to 64. Generation Alpha is crazy. Born 2010 or after. Sheesh. Generation Alpha. Uh, right. Niggas is 11. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the niggas is only 11 years old. Generation Jones. What the hell is Jones? I ain't never even heard of that <laughs> one. Uh, 1955 to 65. Then Gen X is 65 to 80. Um, Gen X is 77 to 83. Millennials. Yeah, 81. So, yeah. So, basically. Zenials? Yeah, but like Zenials X. is next, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zenials and millennials. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Um, just, it's just so interesting because, um, you know, in my line of work, I deal with a lot of older people. Yeah. And just their way of thinking. <laughs> it's, it's ingrained, you know. And you can't blame them because they literally went through it. Right. Uh, I'm just thankful that. I was born during these times because um, even watching the sounds of souls, like some Hulu doc about that festival that happened same time as Woodstock mm-hmm. back in 69. Shout out Quest Love. That was in uh, Harlem. Mm-hmm. Summer of Soul. Yeah, yeah Summer of Soul. Mm-hmm. Like, just imagine being born into that and having to go through it. Right. You know, I remember I saw this picture. I think it was James Baldwin when he was like eighteen on Twitter. That was like, man, that uh, that uh, racism be stressing you out, boy. I tell you, because like he looked old. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of a lot of our uh, prominent figures, you know, like Malcolm X, King, mm-hmm. like they died before forty. Right, and I was like, before they even really had a full life. But when you look at them, they look a lot older. Because mm-hmm. they went through a lot. Uh huh. You know, and, what I was thinking about you know how like you just said like I wouldn't be able to be born in those times. I'm just thinking now like I bet when kids now who are like ten or twelve when they get older they're gonna be like or people who are being born they're gonna look back and be like wow well, shoot I can live back in the times in like 2020 or beforehand when it was all these social mm-hmm. social injustices where you know black people are getting killed just mm-hmm. you know because of the color of their skin getting pulled over by a police officer like. Those are like these stories are still happening now. Yeah. So later on, people are going to look back at it and still say, like, I can't believe, you know, our ancestors went through stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I definitely respect, like, you know, my grandma and them age, like, like I said, she was born 35 mm-hmm. during, during the Great Depression. And she's still living and seeing this, seeing you know? All this stuff. Like, all this stuff is still going on. And honestly, I feel bad for the older folks, especially older black folks who. Especially during like the last presidency where they saw all this mm-hmm. come back up. They probably just like, 
Damn, they're probably like, they're probably like, what, what, what's, what's, what's going on? Right. You know what I mean? And like, thought we were making some leeway, and like, we had a black president. White, and look then, at these white people running up into the, like, into, yeah. the, into the capital. Just look, look at them. Yeah. You know, the all these shit. rallies that they held, yeah. and KKK coming back oh, in yeah. action. Like, all this stuff is still prevalent. Yeah, and you know, I begin emotional when. It's family gatherings and my grandma's still there. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, she get to see this. Yep. You know, and uh just enjoy those moments. Oh yeah, got to. Um, do y'all got anything about like or or have y'all experienced like your your parents imposing their generational ways on you and you have to like explain to them like, yo, it's not like, like Mom, that. It's a different type of I guess like you think about it like when it comes to like dating and different things like that, mm-hmm. when your parents are like, you know, why don't you just, you know, get somebody and why are you not married yet why you don't you know you think about having kids and because think about like our parents had kids like that's a good point in early 20s and like we're almost 30 now and you know you my know mama had me in her 30s okay that's yeah. good yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah my mom had me at 33 yeah, my mom had me at 21 so shout out to consuela <laughs> living um, the life <laughs> but um no, so so speaking of like uh, my line of work, a lot of older people bank there, but they the first thing they ask me is, "Are you married? Mm-hmm. You got any kids?" That's what they always ask you. Like, it, are you it, seeing anyone? Like, and, it, and it's funny because life I, is more than that. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that that's a generational thing. That's yeah. they didn't have those freedoms, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, and honestly, marriage for them was for survival, right? That's true. Because like know, you leave your family's home and you get you get married young and yeah. you have kids young. And, and plus, even back then, you you couldn't really do stuff without a man. That's true. You know what I mean? So, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people had families down the street, mm-hmm. a whole different family, but she just had to deal with it. Right. And I guess another thing is like, say like you want to move somewhere like you want to move out of state and they're like why do you want to go so far from home and you know like most of your family like still is in the same city that they grew up in as a child or you know mm-hmm. like most of your family is still there and when you want to go and do something different it's like why do you want to yeah. do that <laughs> do y'all ever like not share what all you do because you don't want your family to count your pockets um no my family just be like we see what you be doing. Yeah, like they just be like, just, yeah. you just be, you just be all over the place, mm-hmm. traveling, know? doing stuff. Yeah, like, just like you, you always on go. They just like somebody, <laughs> yeah, they just be like somebody says you do this, and then I just be like, he just be doing him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, Because a lot of times it probably relates to a lot of people listening, but you know, depending on your family dynamic, you know, you gotta kind of hide certain things because. Like you know, your family would literally, literally kind of pocket watch you. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, even if you get your your folks a good gift, they'll be like, "Damn, I could have used this on a, a bill." Mm-hmm. Bro, <laughs> when I worked at, bro, I got I got one of my cousins like that, bro. Like, I when I worked at Nike, like now I haven't worked at Nike for years, bro. Not since yeah. being in college. This nigga still hits me up every weekend. Like, yeah. hey, cuzzo. You give me those J's that just dropped. Can you give me those uh, LeBrons that just dropped? I, I need them. I'm like, bro, I don't got the plug like that. Yeah. Well, I saw you made the shoes with them, bro. Like, just put a call in. I'm like, look, I got a homegirl. Maybe she can help you out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hey, did your homegirl get those new shoes in? Bro, ask her, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, with black people, um, you got to think about. In every family, you got a few relatives that made it. Mm-hmm. You know, then you got someone that made it. Right. I guess I'll think about that when you used to be a child. You used to see your cousin who yeah. got yeah. a good job. You'd be like, oh, they look like they're doing good for themselves. Yeah. But, yep. but, you know, that's, of course, that's America and how it was set up. The whole drug, the war on drugs. You know, a lot of stuff is, is, is the way it is because it was designed to be. Mm-hmm. But... You know, when I worked in the affluent market, a lot of, you know, like, you know, white folks, a lot of their family, like, more often than none, a lot of them are doing good. Mm-hmm. More of them are doing good than doing bad. You know, they, they, they just compare what they got. Oh, well, I got a lake house. Oh, well, I got a bigger lake house. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a... Uh, compare. It's like, oh, shit. And to us, lake house, what? Right. Excuse me? Does not even something. that doesn't exist, right? That heard of for us. Lake houses? Too much. You got a lake house, but barely um, a beach house, you know. <laughs> but you know, it, it's it's a different world. But um, you know, 
a lot of times we're first generation. That's true to go to like college. Like making it, you know, right. college. Finish college, and, get a and good then job. Even, even us making it ain't really making it. Right. To us, but to them, it's like, nigga, you, you doing, mm-hmm. you're doing, you doing what you're doing. You're doing yeah. what you're doing. So, so yeah. it makes it hard because it's pressure right. on us. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's a lot of pressure on us because they just view us, especially if you don't have kids. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they assume you got disposable income. Right. It's like, we still got life to live, too. Like, we got things that we paying for. And I guess, like you said, like, I mean, I, I do share a lot with my mom because we're pretty close. Yeah. I'm her only child. So. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so, it's like, we talk about a lot of stuff. But there is some things I'm like, okay. I've Now that I've gotten older, I don't share as much stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, then she's going to start to question you. She do question you. I'm your mom. Like, y'all feel like you should be. T- uh. I start sharing. My mom be like. <laughs> <laughs> Like why? Mm-hmm. Why are yeah. you doing all this? Right. And plus, you know, what what like our family don't realize is me saying no now is prepping for me to say yes later. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, like I, I can help you now, but let me get myself in a, in a good position, position. Yeah. to really help you. Right. Because this right here ain't, you ain't. know, what I mean, I'm, I'm alright, but I could do a lot more once I get to this certain level. Right. Once you Absolutely. get to where you want to be. But you know, a lot of. A lot of families deal with that, especially. Uh, I remember Troy was on, and Troy mentioned that he was, you know, well, and also too, what people don't realize is that we like we're dealing with the student loan debt too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have to deal with that. <laughs> you know, those didn't go to college yet. Yeah, you like, got no student loan debt. But um, us who are making it, we have to deal with that along with just other stuff and mm-hmm. just and just figuring out for the first time, unfortunately. Because uh, I seen the other side where they have a lot of aid, a lot of help. Yep. Along the way. They had, you know, their parents paying for college. And- oh yeah. Or you know their, their um, their uh, father knows the dean of admission because mm-hmm. they are went to school. You know. It, it's, yeah, they already had connections and different stuff like. They that. have so many connections. Mm-hmm. So many connections. So they many. Are, so like many. We so many always say like they had a head start before we <clears> did. So. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that whole 200 years behind is real. It is real. It's real. It is real. Um, <laughs> anything else on this before we wrap up? <clears throat> this is actually a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Came no, out anything. It's just like you said, uh, when it comes to the different generations, I think now, like, when it comes to, like, the amount of money, especially that we're making, like, maybe you might even be making close to what your mom is making now. And, yeah. you know, now we're like, no, I need to be making six figures yeah. and they're like and they're thinking you better accept this and also too older generations like to accept shit they do they be like well aren't oh, you yeah, happy yeah, with yeah, your yeah, job yeah, now and just be okay and be okay yeah. and content our generation's yeah. like i ain't fucking with this no I'm like we, i'm at this job looking at another job looking at another job yeah just trying to we always trying to get more they be like but aren't you happy with where you at you be like yeah i'm happy but i can always stand to make more money but they, exactly. they don't like to hear that we be like f that job yeah. <laughs> and do something else and I was speaking of that. That's something that I wanted to talk about is um, because you know a lot of times people are like man have the job blah, blah blah, but there is some benefit to staying with a job. Yeah, I mean yeah, if you it's know, a, if you mess with it, like you know, more money isn't always the best thing, but exactly. So if you go for the money, you probably won't be happy. Right. Mm, I always I say know. like look at. I always, whenever you're like going out for other jobs, like look at the culture of the place. Like, just, yep. you, there's a lot of factors that go into it more than just the money. Look at the culture. Consider what you got now, like your freedom. Mm-hmm. Now, what are you um, doing now? Because once sometimes when you take on more money, that means more responsibility. Oh yeah, no, that's that's definitely how I go. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a colleague who um, shared with me their experience of you know they they had a six figure job where they were making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But the job, they were Demanded making sure they yeah. got every dime. Every penny from you. When they pay you more, they can require more. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to, if I was to make, if I had an option between a $60,000 job and a $120,000 job, and the 60 had a, um, you know, I knew when I was working and when I wasn't working mm-hmm. and had certain freedoms versus the 120 where my Always schedule was random. Yeah. I'll take the sixty, yeah, for sure, because yeah, they 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 are paying you, but that's that's what they that's do. What they you they will pay you for your stress. Mm-hmm. Yup, you know, yeah, you making money, but you don't even have time to even spend the money. Mm-hmm. 
You know, you 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 constantly stressing. Right. So, man, it's just a good lesson, you know. Um, like I said, we're all young adults, eighteen to forty. We're millennials. Trying to make it. Um, just 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 do what's best, and especially if, if your job mess with you, you know, like you got to really consider that. Like, if if your job really makes concessions for your, you know, they genuinely care mm-hmm. about you, it makes a difference. Because always start new, that means you don't have a, a relationship. Right. You know what I mean? So, but that also depends on industry, so. That's true. But yeah. Okay, but thank you all okay. for joining me last minute on this beautiful Sunday. Um, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> just an update with softball. Yeah, y'all know we play softball. This is the last week of the summer, um, the summer league, or the summer season, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finished nine and six. We were on a six-game winning streak. Uh, the team they were supposed to play this week, they ended up forfeiting because they didn't have enough uh, players. But other than that, playoffs are next week. Hopefully, we can repeat because last year we won a summer, the summer league, so we were the champions. We are the champions, my friend. Hey, speaking of, I got Disney Plus. I'm thinking about watching The Mighty Ducks. Hell yeah. The Mighty, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. Mighty, a good one. So also, um, a future pod that I want to do is watching movies at you know again as an adult. As an adult. Yeah, because I watched Cool Runnings last year. Incredible. That shit made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, uh, you actually like, watched Lion King. You realize how short of a movie Lion King is. The mm-hmm. animated one. Yeah. Like that shit is like not even an hour and a half. For real? Yeah. Oh shit. Like it's a short ass movie. Yeah. I'm gonna watch Brink. Hey, Brick had me dying. When they did when they did <laughs> Disney Plus, bro, I went through and watched all the old ones like Brink, no. Johnny Tsunami. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, I, Johnny, I remember that movie. Phantom of the Mayor. Johnny Tsunami, damn. Yep. Bruh, uh, I'm gonna have to go back on Disney today and watch some old movies. On Twitter, I saw this iCarly clip mm-hmm. of uh they were talking about a threesome. I don't remember. Oh, the new about. one or the old one? The new one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, was like, I, know, I was like, that's the new not one's, about that in the old The new one's more, it's, it's actually more like towards age. adults. Because yeah. they're like. Because yeah. like, that's like when she grew up with us now. Mm-hmm. But I was shocked. Like, Miranda Cosgrove. That ain't on the, what are they like streaming that on now? Paramount. Yeah, Paramount oh, okay, Plus. Okay. But when I saw that clip, uh, Freddie, is that the girl name? Or. No, nah, Freddie the boy. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Nah, what, what's the girl name? Don't get me Couldn't tell you. Samantha. But anyway, she was like, "Yeah, you know, maybe I can do a mad threesome." Cause like, cause like she was in the bedroom with Carly and her boyfriend. She's like, "Yeah, we can do a threesome." And what? I was thinking, "What?" It's Harrison. Yeah. Saying, Hold on. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, that that shit was crazy. Yeah, then these shows are different now. Yeah, but you know, gotta get with the times. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'd be looking back, cause I'd be watching Hair on. It's on Hulu. And hey, Arnold was giving us quality lessons back in '96. Hell yeah, bro! Like quality lessons in two short episodes. Yep. And that jazz was amazing. Facts. I've been Who trying to buy the vinyl. Was, was her name Olga? Helga. 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 Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Olga was her um, perfect older sister. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, somebody was named Olga. Helga. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Helga. Olga. That, that's like <laughs> Russian. Olga. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, appreciate y'all coming through. Um. Last minute, but you know, we gotta make this pod happen. I appreciate y'all. It's gonna drop Wednesday, so y'all be sure to share on our socials and um, yeah, listen to other episodes. You know, got some heat. Especially- I know, I've, I've been behind on my podcast, my schedule has been like so off. Like, I still have not been able to find my routine since yeah. being at home last year. I've been Damn, bro. That hella podcast. Yeah. I've been so off. I don't know what it is. It, it caused you laughing at the one uh, last week that was on. Because, like, listen back to it when, I, when I'm editing. Friends one? But yeah, yeah. When, when I'm editing. Like, when I'm editing, that shit be so funny. Because I, I be hearing shit that I ain't hear. It's a mess. Yeah. The 3C podcast should be coming back soon. We're supposed to be recording next week. All right, okay. Yeah, we're back in business. Yeah. Have a little hiatus. We had a little break. Okay. We're, start, we're about to start the new season of season three. Season three, all right. Yeah, be sure to tune into the 3C podcast. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, Apple, Apple. Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else are you on? Uh, Google Play, wherever Google. you get your podcast from. Yep. <laughs> also, shout out to Toby Judson. Veronica, you know, she's been a consistent guest and I'm also gonna have my house warmer probably next couple weeks. Okay, okay. So y'all bring <laughs> something to say. He was like, What you finna say? Y'all uh, y'all y'all bring some gifts 
uh, and all that. The reason you what you need for the house. Um, I'm actually on Wayfair. I'm looking for like an area or like, Okay. Um, but just you know how how shit. Y'all know rugs are more expensive these days. Is it because of, like, COVID? I don't know. Just rugs in general are expensive. Like, if you mm. don't even think about it, like, rugs are expensive as when you're looking in adulthood. I'm like, why are rugs a hundred and something dollars? I thought about it, like, when the pandemic, like, ended. When the pandemic hit, I mm-hmm. thought about making rugs. Yeah. But then I saw how many people were making rugs. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is a quick, rich scheme. But my thing is, it's like, we always say, like, the market is saturated yeah. with so many different things. But if people are going to support they're going to support No, nah, most definitely. And I was just like, I'm going to do something else. Yeah. 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 But I just wanted to make one Rugs, from my own room. Like, yeah. yeah. Alright y'all We only got an hour so it's a little shorter But till next time We out Bye Peace <laughs> Peace